yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? The best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable would be done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the skeptical inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello, welcome to the August issue of Jurassic Minutes, where we discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, for this month, being a bumper news uh, month, we've got uh, some stuff coming up for Dominion that we're going to talk about at the very end. Spoiler alert, we'll let you know when we get there. Mattel's gone up a gear and just pumping out new figures and repaints all over the place, and uh, we finally get the cover art for the new Jurassic Park table book. Uh, the visual history that we're going to talk about as well, because there's been some changes there. But uh, before we get that, David, what's new in the mail for this month? Uh, lots, lots. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Camp Cretaceous uh, Counselor t-shirt that came in the mail from Etsy. It's uh, basically just a pure replication of the shirt that Dave wears in the show so it's just it's just has the pocket it just has the pocket with the uh, logo on the pocket there. Yep. And then I also got the Mattel Ford Explorer, which I uh, added some detailing to to make it a little bit more accurate. And it looks great. I really I really love how this thing looks. Kind of want to get a second one just to get the uh, just to <laughs> buy buy the sticker and uh, add in the number four. I mean the number five. Well, that's got to be and a bare again, minimum. Four is my lucky number. What? <laughs> bare minimums to get at least two. So you can just do that four and five, and that's not including having one upside down broken that the, that she can stand on and everything else <laughs> in the tree. I mean, I do have a bit of a Jurassic Jeep fleet, fleet uh, forming here, so <laughs> I mean, I've got three of those so far. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, really. And then I uh, got to sue the T Rex plushie. When I was at the Field Museum. Nice. It, I mean, it's actually pretty nice sized. It's about the same size as, as the uh, Genie Troden uh, plushie from the live tour. Mm-hmm. But it was actually fairly, fairly well priced, so I kind of had to have it. <laughs> <laughs> and then this was something that took a while to track down, but it's the May 1999 issue of National Geographic magazine. And inside this magazine is a very early ad for Islands of Adventure, and it only ever appeared in this issue of this magazine. And a friend showed me the page, and I wasn't really I, – I, it hit me with a wall of nostalgia, but none, neither of us could remember exactly which National Geographic issue it came from. So I ended up going to the Chicago Public Library – and searching through all the issues between 1999 and 1996 that would use this imagery. And the cool thing about it is it's like a IOA slash Dodge advertisement. I don't know why these two got together. 
that's odd. But they did. It, I know, it's weird. It's for a Dodge Car- Red Dodge Caravan mixed with Islands of Adventure. And it's got, like, the T-Rex and the Raptors and Spider-Man and all, all the uh, univer- Universal characters. There was an Islands of Adventure, but it also is positioned over a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> <laughs> and a red one too as i when you posted those photos up online i mentioned i had one of those but a like the dark jungle green version that mm-hmm. okay maybe you're, you're amping up head off for adventure or whatever else and but not in a bright red <laughs> bright red one yeah it is strange hmm. and then finally the last thing i've gotten this year i mean this month was the uh nanmu stegosaurus the jungle variant or whatever they call it, the plane but the one that looks like the one from the lost world and it looks really really good it's 135th scale and it's got all the details in there perfect sculpt about the same height as the papo uh stegosaurus but much better proportioned hmm. now, i've been seeing some photos of that. It's a fantastic looking figure yeah it is definitely worth the money yeah over on my side, just after we record last month's minutes, um, <laughs> the Amber Collection, Ray and Ellie turned up, and they're, they're fantastic. Can't fault them. Managed to pick up the Camp Cretaceous Capture Stegosaurus. Um, unfortunately, in that Lost World, uh, in that Jurassic World design, but um, you, you last month, you had the Trenosaur. I'm not a big fan. I, I don't mind the capture gear. I just love it. There's more of that, uh, more of that realistic-looking um, cage design implemented in it instead of just being almost play school mm-hmm. plastic or one color yeah it kind of is i mean you gotta admit it kind of is i'm just kind of happy just to have the uh, capture gear back and i'm expecting mattel to kind of do better i mean you gotta remember that this was a uh kind of a rush year for them just because uh, Dominion got pushed back because of COVID, so they had to put all this new product rushed right out the door real fast just because they had to have something in between that in that one-year gap that they weren't prepared for. Yeah, yeah, and especially also, it's it's the, the ninth or tenth Tyrannosaur that they're expecting people to buy just because it's got the capture gear when they're not really putting a lot of effort into that capture gear uh, the stegosaurus mm-hmm. one it, it just it barely tabs together and it's not that's not the best and i don't know anyone to actually keep it. it's probably the first thing to get thrown in the bin <laughs> out, of, <laughs> out of all the pieces but uh another thing we discussed when we seen the leaked images of the scorpius rex and even the toy form of scorpius rex i, I wasn't going to get it but i i, I got it <laughs> it was uh it was in a two-pack with uh kenji in the gyrosphere and i just thought yeah i gotta i gotta get that so pick that up it it has all the, the fantastic range of movement in the shoulders and the arms to get in those weird poses like it was in the cartoon so um plus again that derpy hatchet face <laughs> the little jaw the skull and the little jaw on it um catch it perfectly in the toy so was happy to get that and Lastly, which will take us into our first news story, is um, the drop and bump, uh, the drop and bump, drop and pop, bumpy, uh, which is a cute. I know, I think you last month you were talking about the plushie, the bumpy plushie that you picked up. I, this is my new favourite figure from Mattel, being the um, the little baby bumpy in, uh, inside an egg that you just drop it on the ground, and the egg cracks open and 
there there she is. It is really cute. I I mean, definitely Bumpy is being the baby Yoda for Jurassic <laughs> World. Yeah. And <clears throat> we're finally starting to see some plushy merch. Uh, so, yeah, this one's got the, you said, jaw, yeah. Pop it on the bottom and it pops, the egg pops open. Kind of reminds me a little bit of the concept that they had for the first two movies from Kenner with the dinosaurs and the egg. Mm. Yeah, but them being more of a realistic infant uh, in their way. You've got the stylized, the big eyes, <laughs> the big smile on Bumpy here. Mm. Uh, they've also made a blue that's come out in the line as well. Um, same thing, these, this... All the photos we're looking here, courtesy of Collect Jurassic, were from the start of the month. And all of a sudden they're here at my local stores now. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Jurassic, the T-Rex and the Explorer hasn't. I'm hearing September, October, and online only, which I'm hoping isn't true. But again, just more of these figures that are being released or announced at the start of the month, and I'm getting my hands on them by the end of the month. So I didn't get the baby blue. I, I, um, I just stuck with Bumpy for this time. Congratulations, player. I'm Mr. DNA, and you're the first person to ever beat our game. So we want to reward you with a trip to Jurassic World's brand new state-of-the-art adventure camp. That's right. Get ready to join us at Camp Cretaceous. Brand? Mom? Moving on next, we've got some Camp Cretaceous figures coming out from Mattel. Uh, first up, we've got another baby Brachiosaurus. Uh, we haven't had one since the original toy line. I don't... Think. I don't think so either, no. Yeah. The, 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 one, the, one, the one in um, Jurassic Park 3 was just a small <laughs> small adult one. It wasn't the uh, juvenile, but um, that original one was paired up with Tim in the cage, and this one, I know there is a two-pack with someone, but uh, the photo we've got here is just the baby Brachiosaurus by itself. Yes, uh, this one I, I really want to search for and find because, I mean, it's only featured briefly in the third season of Camp Cretaceous, but it is very adorable. <laughs> I, I'd love to just have one or two of these with me, um, Legacy Brachiosaurus. It would look fantastic. Maybe a little a little fake tree that's um, baby height and not mum height. <laughs> so they're coming along. Um, next up, we've got the... Uh, the dangerous herbivores, the Aurosaurus. That's what yeah, you say the, that. Uh, <laughs> you say it properly. <laughs> Aranos, it's, it's the Aranosaurus, and I'm not so hot on this particular figure. <laughs> um, it's part of their raw attack line. you got little lever there, and the head attacks, <laughs> bobs up and down. But I really think they could have found a better spot to put that switch that they have because it's right there on the side of the sail and it's kind of obnoxious being in the spot that it's in i mean i know that it's meant for your hand so that you put it when you when you hold it you can move the switch but i really think they they would have been better if they could put it on the stomach or something you know mm. well it's similar with the stegosaur to act it's got two bony plates above the shoulders you pretty much got to hold it by the head and the front legs and uh, maneuver the bony plates forward to get the, the rear hindquarters and the tail to swing. And it's just... Mm -hmm. it, the playability is really awkward with it. Um, at least the, the, the plates being moving, they're sort of hidden as plates for the most part, so it doesn't stand out as bad as what this does. But 
It does, yeah, it doesn't look look the best <laughs> that being there. But on the on the positive side, I do love the colours and the paint they've put on it. Um, from the blue to the beak all the way through the yellow, different coloured yellows on the um, the belly. Yeah, the colour is very nice and it's pretty it's pretty accurate to the show. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I remember when the uh, pictures for this first came out. They were kind of like really blurry and upscaled small pictures. And, like, all the details and stuff were washed out and the colors were washed out. A lot of fans were kind of afraid that the that Mattel was slipping a bit with the detailing and the printing and the colors. But I think I think it looks just as good as anything else. Yeah. And, again, the switch kind of bothers me, but <laughs> it's, at the same time, electronic. So finding a place to put that switch plus the electronics... Is kind of difficult, you know. Yeah, well, it's the sail on its back's rather narrow, so they wouldn't have been able to put it up there. Yeah. Just having a look back too with the baby Brachiosaur, it's um, it's a Darius with binoculars that comes comes with that, even though it's a little bit different coloured. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Not seeing that packaging though, so yeah, not sure what's going on there. With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Also, Mattel's uh, releasing a whole heap of repaints. There's, um, there's a grey Ceratosaurus. Um, we're getting another mm-hmm. Allosaurus, much like the uh, Camp uh, Battle Big Rock colours. Uh, the, the not Stegosaur with the big spikes on the shoulders. <laughs> not up with the name. Oh, the uh, Kentrosaurus? That's the one. Um, uh, reuse of the Plesiosaur head and neck on some sort of cat body. <laughs> um, that that it's light the... blue one. Tenny Strefius, uh, which fans of the original uh, Kenner line will remember, was part of the original Kenner line. It's a like a small reptile, kind of like a pseudo. Uh, it was like closer to lizards than it was to dinosaurs, but it was it was a um, I think Jurassic or Triassic or something like that. But they did this boy dirty. I mean, though, <laughs> this thing is just hideous. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yep. Because they've done that. I know there's a lot of comments about the uh, the orange cat-like thing with the the horns on its head too. Mm-hmm. Whatever that's supposed to be. More raptor repaints. One interesting one is the uh, I'll say Arctopteryx, but I don't think it is the uh, the chicken-looking one. <laughs> um, we we um, discussed a couple or a little while ago if we're going to see feathers on Mattel figures. Going into Dominion, this is probably a good representation of what we're going to see feather-wise on uh, mm-hmm. on their toys going forward. Just that molded plastic look. Yeah, I'm basically expecting that look in Dominion for whatever feather dinosaurs we get. Maybe some sculpted wing feathers if we get that far in Dominion. Yeah, yep. Also, uh, there's been some sightings of a uh, Pantoceratops. No, uh, Pantoceratops. Mm-hmm. If I got that correct, uh, apparently one went up online. Maybe it was a production run or something. There have been some leaks uh, out of Evolution Two, I think, that um, we're going to be getting a figure of a Noaceratopsian as well with those those big mm-hmm. curved horns above the eyes. Uh, you're missing the star though here, the Shringosaurus, or as I like to call him, Zool. Zool. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> I thought it looked like a devil dog. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's an early Triassic uh, Indian archosaur, so it's like tangentially related. It's the same family as dinosaurs and pterosaurs and marine reptiles and all them. But yeah, this this thing has got definite devil dog look going on. <laughs> so yeah, they're all they're all more figures coming out from El Mattel. A lot of repaints, a couple of new figures in there. And then up next we have uh, Sound Surge. Tyrannosaurus and Carnotaurus. Uh, another T-Rex. Another T-Rex with electrodes. Yeah. The, yeah, these are their kind of... If anybody remembers during Fallen Kingdom, they had those 12-inch long um, basic figures that were basically minimal paint, minimal articulation, minimal detail. These are those, but with electronics, kind of just a little bit something to add to the gimmick. And it looks like a little bit better articulation the uh move the mouth didn't even move on those older other figures <laughs> oh, wow. so these will be interesting to interesting to collect hmm. yeah you did say before limited paint like rexy's jaws all that 110 color even a teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> and tongues the same color as well so the basic basic paint on them but at least the sculpts there so mm-hmm. and the, the toro looks good too yeah i might pick up the toro one then again, we'll see. I mean, it'll probably be more one of those things that are, if it looks good in person, you know? Yeah. What's this out here at the airport? Hammond's not even here? He sends his apologies. We are facing a $20 million lawsuit by the family of that worker, and you're telling me that Hammond can't even bother to see me? Moving on, a bit of a quick update on uh, Amber Collection. The Jurassic Park 3 Velociraptor in packaging, and it looks fantastic. I cannot wait to get this. It does. I I really cannot. This thing <laughs> looks so amazing. It might be it might be one to get a second one just to keep in the box because it looks good in the box like that. <laughs> uh, I I still haven't collected any of the raptors from the Amber Collection line. I'm, this might this will be the first one definitely. I'm kind of hoping they do the females so this one's not so fish out of water because the other ones I have I have um. The female, the male, and, or, I'm sorry, the Lost World male, and the, um, and Echo, no, yeah, Echo, but I kind of turned her into another Lost World male, because she's got those colors for it. So, I'm really hoping they end up doing the female, so this guy is not just, like, he's stuck with all these (laughs) feral raptors around him. (laughs) Well, we've we've had the Tyrannodon already. We've got this Raptor. I, I don't think it'd be too hard to guess that they're going to keep on delivering some of the Jurassic Park 3 stuff. Mm-hmm. And we will get another version painted. Moving on, before we get to the elephant in this article, uh, Mattel uh, Amber Collections also released some compies. Not uh, the little single-coloured moulded compies we've got with some of the legacy figures to date. These are proper, large, three-pack of compies. Well, the, I believe they're going to be sold with the baby T-Rex, which uh, I have lots of issues with. Let's it's it's part of the article as well, so let's talk about that yeah. fat baby. <laughs> it is the sculpt is very much there. It's sculpturally pretty sound, except for the feet, which are like really narrowed, and the arms, which are really giant. And I understand they did that to fit all the articulation in that they could, but they really could have shrank that down. Yeah. 
And the color, that's that's the uh, elephant you mentioned, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, it's almost <laughs> like someone mixed the colors up and put the compi colors on the baby and the baby colors on the compies, because the compies are sort of that more darker darker green mm-hmm. with the um, beige bellies where, yeah, the baby, it's that lime, real bright green with some darker green stripes. Yeah, it's like... Um, trying to think of what color green like it's like a true kind of grass green color like mm. bright grass green. Yep. And it's does not look good. It's not flattering. It's just kind of almost makes it look worse than what it actually is, you know. Yeah. And the copies, I mean, they're not free from criticism either. They do look. Good. I like the color. I think they look good. But I think that they, one, could have had more articulation for their size, and two, the bottom jaw is just a little strong for my taste. I mean, it's yeah. kind of got – it's almost the same with this. It's not bad. It's not nearly as bad as the T-Rex, yeah. the baby T-Rex. Yeah, it's just a shame. They mix the colors up. <laughs> Didn't do a proper job on it. Of course, it comes with uh, Nick's belt and the cast for its leg as well, which – um, seems to be removable, so it's not like the, uh, the original Lost World Baby T-Rex that that cast was on there. Oh, no, it wasn't. It clipped over the leg as well, so, yeah. Yeah, that one would... It, yeah, it had, like, a little peg that stuck into the side of the leg yeah. at the joint. Yeah. Where they, the leg pulled apart so that it kind of looked like his leg was showing broken bone. Mm. Yeah, that little bit of elastic in the knee joint that has snapped on mm-hmm. a couple of my figures, <laughs> unfortunately. I don't, I don't know if I'll pick this up. I've, as I said, I've got the original one. It's unfortunate that it's part packed with the compies. It might be just a one-off if I can get it for cheap enough. Mm. Moving on with the Amber Collection, we have our newest uh, human character, Robert Muldoon. A couple of heads, a uh, couple of arms, his hat up, of course, and comes with a shock prod and not a Spaz-12, which I know some people have been complaining about. That's an odd choice. I'm not completely opposed to it because, I mean, the shock prod is still relevant, but the Spaz-12 would have been a much better selling point. I don't know why they didn't have that. Hmm. But, yeah, I do like I do like the facial sculpts. The serious one is, looks more like him, but I think the other, the other one with the wide eyes is meant more to be <laughs> the clever girl moment where it's, it's, it'll allow you to recreate that moment just without the Spaz-12. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do I do like this figure. I, I will probably pick, end up picking this one up. I like that the hat's removable. That's cool. The only mm. problem I have with it is, like, the hat should be tan, and so should the shorts. They definitely yeah. got the short shorts right, sculpturally, but the shorts are gray when they're supposed to be khaki. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, looking at some of the photos here, whether the colors were off... Maybe maybe the final product. I think when you have a look at the one that's in box, the colors look a bit different. Not so much that dark yeah. gray to blue. So yeah, the one in box has all the right colors, as which is kind of strange. The it's almost like they took the paint proto and took the pictures of it out of the box, but stuck the final in the box because the final has the right color shirt, right color vest, right color shorts, right color hat. Mm, (laughs) whereas the other one almost kind of looks like they stuck the Owen Grady body on 
a pair of gray shorts. I, I mean, like they got the knee socks right. That that's right. But <laughs> that's that's the important thing. <laughs> but yeah, the thin box looks like it's the final versus the out of box pictures looks like it's a proto of some sort. Yeah, I'm hoping. I was going to look at some photos of that Alan Grady and see if it's the same vest or not, because I wouldn't put it past Mattel to just repaint, <laughs> repaint that to keep keep some uh, cost mm. down. But yeah, it's a fantastic looking figure. I cannot wait to get get him and add him to the rest of the crew. And even now, uh, a lot of Collectorassic, um, a lot of the uh, diorama um, accounts online, and that we've got Ellie, got Malcolm, got Hammond. Being able to recreate scenes from the movie just looks fantastic. Whether it's in the emergency bunker, whether it's uh, in the control mm-hmm. room, especially when you got Nedra as well and Arnold and the computer monitors as well, just mm-hmm. it's a very good time to be a fan and a collector. It is, though with the addition of Muldoon, I'm really hoping that we end up getting eventually Roland Tembo because one, he's a fan favorite, and the Amber Collection is a fan focused line, and two. He needs the shotgun. Come on now. Give him the <laughs> elephant rifle. <laughs> yeah. Well, just thinking, it's really only Gennaro that we don't... Gennaro and Harding, really, that we don't have for Jurassic now. Oh, well, you could use the kids from the the Explorer set if you wanted to fill the kids in, but we've pretty much got all the other characters from the film. I'm wondering if likeness rights are an issue with some of those, like with uh, Martin Ferrero, I wonder if like he's not big on the likeness uh, rights for action figures. Mm. <laughs> then again, I mean, really, when you think about it, who wants Gennaro? I mean, what, what are they going to do? <laughs> mega, mega lawsuit action <laughs> comes with yeah, briefcase. Wow. Well, yeah, it'd be the um, the Dominion Republic amber mine, really, the the suit and the the, the briefcase bag satchel thing he's carrying when he goes on the raft. Yeah. Or, or a sun hat and shorts when he's on an island. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just thinking, because if there's only one or two characters left there and they want to keep the line going, then surely, uh, mm. surely going to the other films, The Lost World especially, or even Jurassic Park 3 with our Kirby figures. <laughs> but, um there's, there's more room for there for him to go to, and surely they'd have to look at some of those characters and get him out. And they've already started delving into Jurassic Park 3 and The Lost World with some with these latest releases, so I'm expecting more to eventually appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've spent the last couple of years doing the Jurassic Park stuff, and now you know, give the rest of the, the, fan, uh, the film fans what we want. What's hurt? What do you need? We need rope. Up next, something I didn't think I wanted, but really do. Uh, Rubik's Cube is releasing a Jurassic Park themed Rubik's Cube with, uh, looks like there's some concept art and um, that sort of stuff on uh, some Mm -hmm. of the sides. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because looking at the one picture here, of course they've got the classic raptor and t-rex combo mm. and then they've got a brachiosaurus plus a it looks like a mosquito and amber in front of that in the gates in the background the classic logo and it looks like um the lost world one of the lost world raptors it and does, yeah. um 
Yeah. And, and oh, and of course they've got they've got Rob Miranda's uh, Dilophosaurus on there. Been, they've been, somebody must have stuck that in a file folder because <laughs> Rob Miranda, he's a fan who probably, a lot of people probably know him as Yankee T Rex from just Park Legacy and uh, DeviantArt and other places. But he did this older sculpt of the Dilophosaurus and it's been appearing. And it appeared in the Legacy Shop and artwork in one of the hallways, and it looks like it appears here, too. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> Universal uh, getting lazy here and taking from the fans. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, lot of Dilophosaurus stuff going around at the moment from some recent news, but we'll get to that a little bit later. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how much. If Like some of the other stuff, this is only a $5, $10 item. I'm, um, I'll definitely pick it up. And it did you do? We only see three sides from two of them. Well, I'm guessing it's the same one, but from both sides, and not two set, two different ones. So yeah. Here, here we see the six the six sides of art. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting there. That Lost World Raptor in the jungle there. That's <laughs> something different. Mm-hmm. I actually might pick this up. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Availability. Oh, and price. it looks like the. I just noticed the the other side that they that I didn't mention was the um looks like it's a T Rex skull and then a Raptor skull underneath that. Mm. Yeah, it's all that black and white sketch. When I when I first seen, it, I thought it was that classic T Rex um, mm. in the jungle, one leg up in the air, about to turn and attack. But obviously not. You can see the skulls there. Look at this workstation. What a complete slip. The Raptor fences aren't out, are they? Oh, no, they're still on. Why the hell would you turn the other ones off? Moving on, we've uh, we've been talking a bit about the Jurassic Park Ultimate Visual History tabletop book that's coming along. Uh, they've recently announced or posted up the photo of the, the, what the front cover's going to be using some uh, classic artwork that we've seen, concept art from the original Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. uh, although slightly changed. Yeah, not for the better. They they really should have left that art alone because <laughs> it's scary. And I mean, not in like the good kind of way. It's, it's like kind of legitimately terrifying because Grant looks like he's grabbing after Lex and while dragging along Tim. <laughs> but Lex looks like they've transplanted Grant's face onto her. And... Tim looks like he's 35, but in the body of a 10-year-old. Wow, I did not see that until now, and now I don't want to see it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, 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 really hoping this ends up being a dust cover, and it's removable. (laughs) Yeah. I did not notice that. I know, because obviously they have changed the faces to look more like the, uh, the actors in the final film. That original original concept art looks nothing like any any of the actors, but the same, uh, I suppose, the same sort of feeling here of uh, Grant going after Tim and dragging Lex by the hand because of the uh, the age the age swap. Well, I mean, it looks like Lex and Tim are absolutely terrified, but not of the T Rex that is chasing them. <laughs> because <laughs> Grant has this just demented look on his face, like. He's like he's got murder on his mind. Yeah, 
Mm. Well, especially we've got I've got the the original concept art up here. That original concept art it does you, you can see the fear in his face, not the the pure mm. anger that looks like <laughs> in Grant's face, especially with those big eyebrows that Sam Neill doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I know our post uh, talked on their latest episode about uh, the original one looking like um, Harrison Ford because obviously he was in the the lineup to play Grant back then, but I don't see Harrison mm-hmm. Ford in that either. I, it almost looks like bloody not Martin Sheen, a bit of Charlie Sheen. I thought Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And it does kind of look like generic action hero, but it's definitely not Sam Neill. That's the thing. Mm. And as you said, Lex is, Lex is her, uh, Lex and Tim are both their respective, um, uh, uh, novel accurate ages versus in, versus here where, I mean, in the uh, revised art where it's their movie ages. Mm. Yeah, looking at Tim here, I just think of um, Burt Ward, the played Robin in the '66 back Batman, but he was like 38 or something. Who? I know the Simpsons have a gag about it when he's doing the Jimmy Jimmy Jellicas on um. A convention oh yeah, or something. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't know, and that's that's the fear now. If they've changed the concept art for the cover of the book, what have they done to other concept art that they might might have in this? book as well if they've, they've made subtle changes here and there to make it uh, more film focused i'm pretty sure that it's just the cover art i i don't imagine that they'd go changing other concept art hmm. and it's i've got didn't realize either it's not just the faces have changed too it's actually the costumes in that to make it mm-hmm. um, look like the characters as well yeah because in the in the concept art is much more novel uh, much closer to the novel, and of course, Grant's wearing a Hawaiian shirt as he was described in the novel. Mm. Versus in the movie, he's wearing a denim shirt. Yep. Plus, even the colors of the shot, like it's a lot. The original ones, you've got a lot, more, lot, lot sharper, a lot more of them greens for the jungle. Um, the Tyrannosaur looks a lot better. Where he had sort of just cropped out most of the uh, most of the art mm-hmm. and dulled it down a little bit. So. Yeah, I'm expecting that they'll probably end up. With the um, with the original art somewhere in the book, mm. you know? maybe maybe on the inside of the front cover, just an acknowledgement or something. Yeah, with a with a picture. But... It's funny because it's kind of the Jurassic Park's um, monkey Jesus moment. I'm not sure if anybody remembers that from several years ago, where the woman horribly restored a fresco of Jesus and it ended up looking more like a monkey than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, criticisms aside, I've I've pre-ordered this. Yeah, I have too. I think October it's due, so not long not long to wait now. I'm sure there may be some uh, online people that'll be getting this sooner to review, and we might be able to get some uh, tidbits on what it actually contains. But I um I cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm. It says Injet on the on the side of that chopper. I don't get that. Why why would Hammond said two teams? And uh, lastly, on the figure news before we uh, move on, um, the legacy of Patasaur is finally coming to retail. I'll say internationally, only because it was only released in UK. But I know the US is getting it. I'm hoping that means Target Australia is going to get it as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing is huge. I Like you said, the UK has gotten it, but only the UK... And it is now reaching, I guess, the rest of the, the rest of the market. And it was put on the Target website. I was able to pick pick it up for pre-order. I'm not sure about you, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for this figure. Mm. I haven't checked Amazon Australia for it yet. I, uh, I, if uh, if I can find it somewhere, I will get it just because the availability is going to be um, light on it. But I've, I've, still, I've got no way to put it. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. I mean, I've seen it next to the Brachiosaurus. It's almost bigger than the Brachiosaurus. Of course, not as tall, but definitely longer. Yay. <laughs> more, <laughs> more shelf space taken up. <laughs> uh, I have no idea where I'm putting it. It, it's, it was really an impulse buy because <laughs> I wanted it. Well, the, the impulse buy, I picked up two of the Legacy Brachiosaurus. And the Super Colossal Blue. Super, one of the Brachiosaurs and Blues still wrapped up in the garbage bag from layaway and in, in the in the shed because I've got nowhere to put it. They're staying in box. <laughs> this is probably the same thing, just until I finally get me, me collection space worked out and get some displays up. Yeah, I lucked out with the T-Rex where I was able to re- have, find a way to remove the tail and still not without like destroying it, so I yeah. have it stored with the tail separate mm-hmm. versus blue where I couldn't do that with and she's just taking up like half of the entire top shelf of my closet. <laughs> oh. hmm. Cooper, if you see anything, yell up! No, I, I thought I'd keep it to myself. Moving on, we've talked a bit about uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 and... Uh, some of the reskinning they're doing for that. We've uh, got a new pre-order trailer that's come up, uh, featuring much of what we've already seen before, uh, reskin G-Wagons, all that sort of stuff, into the uh, the US Parks and Wildlife uh, vehicles, even though they wouldn't use G-Wagons. <laughs> they'd have they'd have probably F-Trucks and Rams and that sort of thing uh, for over in America. But um, one interesting thing at the very end of the trailer, we get to see uh, Rexy in... Uh, I'll call it a homage to Jurassic Park San Diego, because unless uh, unless the wasteland Mad Max has happened, uh, it's out in the <laughs> middle of the desert. <laughs> I think that's more of just a um, showcase way of showcasing it, because if they, of course, if you put it on the waterfront, you're gonna like it's gonna be a lot more obvious that it's in the middle of a city and. Then they have to put uh, not actual gameplay on the bottom of the screen, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of the shots we do get in the trailer are of uh, sort of your more natural, uh, deserty, foresty um, locations, not so much your tropical and green that you get on the island. So obviously they're going mm. for a lot different look there. A uh, lot more of what we might be seeing in Dominion with just um, animals out in the open. Out, out in the uh, the countryside, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely seems to be what they're going for. Yeah, as for the use of Jurassic Park San Diego, whether that's a tie into Dominion? Question mark. <laughs> I um I think I hinted to you that uh, maybe we might see a ruined um, park in Dominion somewhere, but yeah, as you said, it's probably just been turned into a Walmart or something by us. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with InGen not being around anymore, that that waterfront complex would be uh, quite expensive, quite valuable, and uh, has probably been sold off. Mm-hmm. 
It's even interesting, though, because Jurassic Park San Diego was something, it was meant to be kind of like away from the city, but still viewable from the city. Whereas here, it's just like out in the middle of the desert, which, like you said, it's probably a showcase for something we'll end up seeing in Dominion. Because I do know, or I do remember the ending montage for Fallen Kingdom showing the truck with the Allosaurus on it uh, driving by Monuments National Park in, I think, uh, Arizona or Utah or something like that. Hmm. And it wouldn't be hard for a Biosyn, someone that wanted to profiteer off the animals, also purchasing that mm-hmm. land from an engine sale to use for that purpose. So um, whether it looks the same, obviously, I'm guessing it's just a asset of the of the of the park that amphitheater that you can either put in a dead put in whatever your park landscape is going to be. It's just an asset, much like uh, your lab and all that other stuff that you can build uh, in world. Mm-hmm. as your park mechanics but also sort of it does a little bit different it doesn't have that uh, undercover caged area at the back of the amphitheater where the baby tyrannosaur was being held yeah that and it doesn't have like any of the surrounding it's just the amphitheater yeah yeah so maybe it's just something you can build uh, in your park and then you can build the infrastructure around it uh, all customised of course for different ways different ways to uh, to show it so mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. It's not. It's not something that's going to get me to race out and buy it day one. I think as we talked last time, we talked evolution. The uh, no time to play the first one, let alone the second one. <laughs> Even with the uh, Return to Jurassic Park expansion pack they had for that game, yeah. is, is this going to make you buy it? Eh, probably. Not. I mean, I didn't really play the first one, so yeah. Yep. I did notice that Geosternbergia was among the new animals in the game, so that'll be interesting because we haven't really gotten much paid atten- much attention to that particular animal since The Lost World. Which, again, could be a little clue that maybe it's coming back. We're going to get some sort of reference to it in Dominion. Well, they also had it as a plushie recently released at Target in the, lo- in the Lost World colors to boot. Oh wow, okay. So yeah, I never I never thought I'd see that again. Hmm. Yeah, because now's a very interesting time where Dominion should have been out. Uh, some merchandising's been made mm-hmm. for it, and there's been leaks on again party plates and that sort of thing of of animals that are going to be in Dominion. That um, much like the Indominus leak uh, for Jurassic World, we talked last time with uh, Evolution Two. Maybe there's assets in that that um, are in the game because they're used or seen in Dominion, but because it's been delayed, uh, some of those assets may have been pushed to a, a future DLC or something to mm-hmm. not leak what's coming up for Dominion. So, yeah, time will tell. Mr. Hammond knew this before he ever dreamt of an island. He began construction on an amphitheater. Very near to where you're sitting right now, the Ingen waterfront complex. But he abandoned it in favor of something far grander and ultimately impossible. And so the facility sits unused, unfinished, when it could be completed and ready to receive visitors in less than a month. Moving to some movie news, uh, 
briefly. Um, David, you found an interesting photo of a Unimog uh, with the InGen logo on it and uh, feel it's a possible third Unimog used for the Lost World that we haven't really seen. Yeah, I found this on some web... I think Eurotech.com or something like that. It was weird, because but it was hosting a... It was basically hosting a sales page for a bunch of old Unimogs, and this one was labeled as a 96 Unimog used in The Lost World. And it doesn't really say specifically The Lost World. It just says used in Spielberg production. So, okay. I mean, it's kind of vague enough, to, but... To where if you know, you know, but at the same time, it's kind of vague enough to where it's like, are they, did they just slap a decal on there and try to sell it as, or what? (laughs) Because it doesn't have any of the other modifications the other engine vehicles had. It just has an old faded yellowed engine decal on the, on the front door. Hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's a, it's a dual cab um, Unimog variant. It's it's almost like a um, like what we got with Jurassic World with your uh, your modular uh, fiberglass veterinary or or something pod put on the back of it. And as you said, yeah, there's no no bars in the windows, nothing else to make it look like it was used in the roundup sequences. It's not really the same mm-hmm. colour paint either. No. Whether it's, it's faded or been resprayed, but if it was resprayed, then obviously the logo's been put back on, because um, it's not just that plain white um, square logo of InGen that we see in the film, but more of a, a 3D, looks like a 3D grey one anyway, much like the website had. But yeah, I mean the colours were like a pine green versus the olive drab green of the movie vehicles too. Hmm. But even the location, like those that. Those pine trees in the background, you could think this is on the roundup, the roundup sequence on that range, or that, that ranch. That is a mystery. Because we only have, we only know of the other two Unimogs that we used. Mm-hmm. And you could identify those in the movie, and there's behind yeah. the scene material for them and all kinds of stuff. This has got nothing. Mm. It is a mystery. <laughs> we'll post the photo up on the Facebook page uh, when this episode goes up, but. Yeah, maybe someone out there has seen seen something of it around the uh, around the travels. Mm-hmm. Um, one more little bit of movie news. Uh, like we discussed last minute uh, that Jake Johnson was still trying to get back on Dominion. Well, that's over now uh, due to COVID, of course. Uh, apparently, he did have a role written into Dominion, but because he couldn't get, I don't think he could get back to the UK to film at Pinewood, so he was. Uh, He's unfortunately been written out of the film, so... Mm, that's a shame. Hmm. It makes me wonder how big his role is, if, if it's going to be noticeable that his role's just written out of the film completely. I, I'm thinking that they probably... It was probably minor enough to where it won't majorly affect the movie, you know? Because he really didn't have that huge of a role, and anything that he would have had probably would have been, could have been rewritten for Franklin anyway, you know? Well, is he... Franklin's in Dominion, isn't he? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so there. We've already got a techie. If it was just a role in a in a room or something behind a computer, then there's no reason why you'd have to go to Pinewood to film that. They could have done it uh, stateside. Or, uh, or, hey, how about you just give 
Anna Richards a call and get her in the room beyond a computer and use her as the hacker. Um, <laughs> so we can get a Lex cameo back in Dominion, but uh, unfortunately it's not going to be Jake Johnson. Yeah. Where did you get that? Oh, this? I got it on eBay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I got it for $150, but the mint condition one goes for $300. Didn't occur to you maybe that's in poor taste? The shirt? Yeah, no, it did. I understand people died. It was terrible, but that first park was legit. You know, I have a lot of respect for it. They didn't need these genetic hybrids. They just needed dinosaurs, real dinosaurs. That's okay, kind of enough. Please don't wear it again. Yeah, wasn't gonna. All right, so that's the uh, that's the end of the news for August. Uh, we're going to go on and talk about the uh, the footage that was shown at Cinecon, the CinemaCon now, uh, which is heavily spoilers for. Uh, Dominion, so if you do not want to listen to that, thanks for listening. We'll post up links and everything on the Facebook page and in the uh, show notes on the uh, podcast episode when it goes live this week. Uh, Dave, CinemaCon. I didn't know it was happening. I thought most of these conventions have been... Uh, well, it's a trade show, isn't it? For it, it basically is, yes. It's like something for the studios to show off for each other more, more than... To show off for fans, it's not really a fan con. It's more of a, like I said, a trade show. It's they show investors and stuff, proof of concept and stuff like that. That's what basically this video was. Yeah. It wasn't like the straight trailer, which I honestly don't see coming out until um, November. This seems this seemed more to be just random clips. Yeah, and uh, it's I know it's been mentioned a couple of times online. In places, um, I don't really see this footage being released online. Uh, I thought the uh, the the, the uh, trailer, the teaser from the Fast and Furious, would have been released officially online. But mm. I would have hoped that it would have been too. But at the same time, the last I've heard, Trevor wasn't even sure if he's going to keep that in the final cut of the movie. So yeah. that probably yeah. affects the decision of it being released or not. Yeah, so the article we've got up here is uh, from Gizmodo. They had someone there, obviously, I think, um, going and going over what was in the trailer. Again, spoilers, if you do not want to know anything about Dominion, uh, now's the time to switch off. You have been warned. Apparently the footage opens with uh, some behind-the-scenes uh, footage of still Steven Spielberg back in 93 holding Hammond's cane, obviously on set there somewhere. Um, and again, we we know that sort of that cane, that amber, the mozzie and the mm-hmm. amber is going to be a um, a bit of a uh, through point for Dominion, and we got that in the uh, the logo too with the yeah. T Rex logo and the amber. Well, not only that, but now that we also got a full logo in the amber style. Mm, yep, yep. But the uh, Next, we get to see uh, a pair of brachiosaurs being led by a bunch of vehicles in what looked like a snow-covered quarry. We've seen that quarry before, filmed over at Pinewood with uh, like that rescue planes there as well with um, the main three. But interesting, we got some brachiosaurs being led by vehicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what what to think of that. I'm thinking they're probably being rounded up by biosyn agents. Hmm. Or even the um, the Parks and Rec, or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Again, big animals like that, as long as you had vehicles sort of surrounding you on three sides, they're going to go for the one way that doesn't have a vehicle in front of, in, in its way, so... Mm-hmm. 
it's not going to be a fast roundup like we see in the Lost World. No, it, well, I well, it's not just going to be like a uh, like a basically a roundup for just catch whatever we can. They're specifically trying to go after certain thing, certain individual animals that have gotten out since Lockwood and might even be breeding at this point. Hmm. Yep. And then later there's also a shot of uh, Owen riding his motorcycle in that snow setting trying to chase down some animals as well, so... Um... Maybe not Biosyn. Maybe it is what like what you said. It's that um, containment unit thing and Owen might be leading it. Hmm. Yeah, because remember at the end of Dominion, him and Claire were dead set about not releasing animals it was Maisie that pushed the button <laughs> so he um I could see if uh, I could see Owen sort of not wanting these animals out in the loose mm-hmm. um especially the the toothed variety really <laughs> well you'd also want to have somebody who's worked with these animals before helping you round them up because especially Owen because he's a behaviorist and would know how these animals operate, you know? I've just... Suddenly it's come to my mind just a scene from Jaws where they've opened up the bounty on the shark and you've got all everyone out there trying to <laughs> trying to catch the shark. And Yes, exactly. The, um, that's, the, that's what they want to avoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yet you've got the main antagonist going to see Quint because mm. uh, he's, he's the expert shark catcher. Whereas here, again, you'd have, you'd have ranchers, you'd have all sorts of people that maybe are good with livestock... Uh, even though it would be funny seeing some uh, some country folk on horses trying to round up a stegosaur or a truck and just getting uh, knocked off their horse. <laughs> we know from Camp Cretaceous that they're not that those ranching skills don't always universally apply. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. Um, we get some scenes of Ellie Sattler, uh, Laura Dern, of course, trapped in a cage. Reminiscent of the one from the beginning of the first film. Okay, and uh, water is pouring in. That's yeah. an interesting one. I I don't know if that's supposed to mean yes, it looks just like the one from the first movie, or if it's just one actually because, from um, the first movie. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what to also, think of that yet. Yeah, because I'm thinking of the. Uh, the Jurassic Park 3 shooting script where you have Alan looking through a very familiar looking window in the SU, in the Suburban uh, that's supposed to link back to the raptor coming through at Malcolm in the Lost World where we know that's completely <laughs> different mm-hmm. locations, cars, characters, everything. But if it is if it is meant to be the same sort of raptor cage we get in the first Jurassic Park, is it a clue to Sauna? Obviously they'd have to have some of those cages stacked up behind the lab on sauna if they're using them to transport animals to Nublar. But then I'm pretty sure from everything we know, even after sauna was introduced, that raptor in the cage wasn't coming from sauna. It was coming from the, the main raptor paddock back to the holding pen, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think so. I think that was... It's pretty much always been assumed because sauna wasn't a thing at the time that it was being moved from its home paddock to the pen. Yeah, and we've got the dialogue from Muldoon saying that the the big one went in and killed them all and that they had to bring them back and feed them by hand here in the pen. Mm-hmm. 
if if that original raptor come from the cage from sauna and not from the original raptor paddock then grant finding the nest makes no sense if there's no raptors in that paddock to start with unless <laughs> you go back to the novel where well there's just wild raptors running around and it's not even though they went through the raptor pen on their walk back to the visitor center we just didn't see it yeah it throws a whole heap of things in the air but um you mentioned off off off, off record or off record off uh, mic as well that it might be um possibly uh uh reminiscing of dogson and sarah on the boat maybe mm-hmm. it's not just we've got a change of character because unfortunately julianne moore's not coming back so dogson's gonna try and kill ellie because she's getting too close or something yeah and that's what happens I was thinking that definitely, yeah. I was, I'm pretty much counting on Dodson being the ruthless bastard he is in the novels in this, in Dominion. So yeah, I'm definitely expecting some ruthlessness shown towards our characters. Especially if they are there to stop him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's weird that, um, if he's saw you, Steve Jobs, head of a CEO of a company, yes, he was probably a bit, uh, a bit um, oh, bloodthirsty to get to that spot in a company like Biosyn, but I don't know. I don't know if you'd have your. Well, yeah, maybe you'd have a Jeff Bezos or someone that would do the same thing. So. Um, no, I mean, like, Dodson was Elon known. Musk. In the novel, he was part of Biosyn's. Um, what was it? Their uh, corporate espionage unit basically where he would go in and um he would steal trade secrets and replicate them in a way they got around copyright Mm. and i mean like he would do shit like he would test then test the new the ripoff on like unsuspecting villagers in third world countries Mm. it's probably a good thing we haven't seen much of him in the film so they can pretty much do whatever they want with the character Neo, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, make it more more that novel novel focused. And then of course, Ellie in a cage sinking. Um, my other thought went back to Jurassic Park three, and we're going to get a, a a reversal instead of Alan in the cage <laughs> being attacked by something. Uh, it's going to be Ellie calling out for help <laughs> on the Riverside B or or what have you. There's a bit of a, a bit of a mirrored uh, and a callback to Jurassic Park three there, but. Uh, apparently there's also a shot of her in a very sunny, well-lit lab. Um, unsure if that's going to be the lab we see, we've seen in the, that production still or not. Or if it's going to be someone, maybe a Biosyn lab. Mm-hmm. Being being well-lit, very sunny, I don't think that's going to be an abandoned sauna lab or anything. No. I don't know, but you never know. I just don't think sauna's going to appear in this movie, but I may be eating my words a couple months from now. And then by this oh, time next I'll, year, I'll put ketchup all over my hat and eat it. I I don't really want Sauna to be anywhere near these new films, but we'll we'll see. Um, of course, we get uh, the Mosasaurus from the uh, teaser we've seen jumping up and eating uh, the crab boat, the crabs in the the cage from uh, the teaser. Uh, then we get a Dilophosaurus scream and unleash its mane. So confirmation mm-hmm. that the Dilophosaurus will be having a cameo at least in Dominion. Um, I just hope they release or make known more publicly the cutscene on the Arcadia where Dilophosaur was seen on the boat getting off mm-hmm. Nublar. 
just just so you haven't got oh that wasn't in Fallen Kingdom or how to get off the iron all that sort of stuff you see online for all we know he could have snuck aboard you know yeah and it's still never really been confirmed one way or another if if that was the only one they had on the island mm-hmm. if, if if this is going to be the same one I, I can see Colin coming oh yeah that was his first that's the same mm-hmm. Dwarf Sword date Dennis Nedry of course it was <laughs> <laughs> well from what I've heard from some sources they've said that it's a completely different looking um, Dilophosaurus, but from what I've heard, it's basically the exact same look that we've always had. Mm. And there have been some leaked images, or people have been talking about, uh, and I've an, an animatronic or a, a, a um, prop stand-in being seen mm-hmm. on sets. For Dominion as well, so... Yeah, and that funny. was a very complex animatronic. I mean, it's got, like, all the tubing and stuff, just like any of the raptors from, mm. the, from the second and third movie animatronics. So it's definitely built for complex movements. I wouldn't imagine it would be something quite for um, the, ex- the exhibition, which basically always uses these kind of repetitious movements for the animatronics maybe the live tour but i don't see them adding anything the only other possibility i would think would be the um would be dominion yeah yeah although it's a fan favorite i don't see any of those new productions bringing something like that on especially since it hasn't been seen since the first film but I think um, fans are definitely expecting Dilophosaurus in this movie, and I think that it's going to be there because I honestly I expect it to. Yeah, and if they've gone and built an animatronic for it, then it's going to be more than just five seconds here or there. They must have a little mm-hmm. bit larger role. Well, the animatronic picture I saw, like I said, it was very much the Dilophosaurus we already know and love, just a bit bigger, but it was. Very, it looked like it was built for like one of the animatronics from the second and third movie, but it was also ran along a track. Interestingly yeah. enough. Yeah. So more than just a, a upper torso animatronic in a cage interacting with someone. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was a scene of the Tyrannosaur rampaging and uh, someone holding a flare because we can't stop doing that. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if that was just uh, more footage from that uh, that drive-in theater that we've seen. Maybe, but I thought I heard it was Grant holding a, holding the flare. That's going to be an interesting scene when those two meet each other again. Yeah, I was thinking the same. <laughs> if he's if he knows it's the original Trenosaur, if he just thinks it's another one, who knows? I mean, he may recognize the slash marks on it from the Raptors, but at the same time, I mean. Is the Tyrannosaurus going to recognize him? Is he going to like look at him and be like, you? <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah. Some angry recognition there. Because <laughs> when you think about it, I'm sure there was marketing for, Demi- uh, for Jurassic World in-universe to say this is the original Jurassic Park T-Rex, although mm-hmm. it seems like they want to keep Jurassic Park pretty hush-hush. But Malcolm's got his books. Malcolm would probably know that this was the original um, that they had there. Yeah, he got very up close and personal with her. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's probably people in universe as as of Dominion that um, sort of know 
know some of those things. So we finally get a Triceratops smashing into a Jeep. Haven't had one of those since the Lost World. No. Um, and we get lots of shots of uh, Grant, Malcolm, and then um, all three of the original stars looking up at something reminiscing of the lightning from the uh, T-Rex attack in the first film. So I don't know if that's where they all meet Rexy again. Uh, who knows? But yeah, like I said, it might have just been fan rumblings that said the flare was Grant. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Yep. Yeah, that'd, that'd be alright. Grant pulls out the flare and Jewel the Fate starts playing. <laughs> um, uh, then there's some scenes that look like a European city, which I'm guessing is Malta. We know mm-hmm. they are filming there. Claire's jumping between buildings while being chased by what looks like a raptor. That's probably those atrocity raptors we know that we've seen from the party supplies. Again, another Lost World reference, though, too, because that was the ending to the Lost World with the characters running across the rooftops trying to make it to the um, to the geothermal building where the helicopter was. Mm, yep, yep, exactly. But it was darkness. This is I'm guessing this is going to be in daylight with um, the CGS that's chasing after. These, these next couple of um, scenes we see have uh, sparked the headlines from this story going worldwide of uh, Dominion looking like an Indiana Jones or a James Bond or a uh, Jason Bourne film. Just, uh, being being shot in Malta doesn't mean it's a Jurassic, uh, James Bond film because you've got someone running on rooftops or whatever else, but okay. Um <laughs> We get a scene of uh, Claire and Owen jumping down into some kind of ancient tomb, which I'm guessing was just the sewer of Malta. We've seen those shots of uh, Owen and Barry on the boat underground and Malta, and you saw got those big, those big granite or sandstone blocks. I don't think there's an ancient tomb involved here. No, I definitely think that's the journalists misinterpreting what they're seeing. Yeah, very, I hope very so. Much mis- very, very greatly misinterpreted. Because this is not the ancient tomb style of franchise. This is not National no. Treasure. No. All, all of a sudden they go into a tomb and here's Rexy on the wall. She's been here for a lot longer than we ever thought. <laughs> the Mayans no. worshipped her as a god. Ah... Uh. <laughs> And then it's just like minions. We get a snapshot of different time times where Napoleon was using her to pull his chariot, and <laughs> <laughs> she she was she was there building ancient Egypt, helping move rocks for the uh, pyramids. No, no, that was mammoths. Remember? <laughs> oh, I've seen ten thousand BC. <laughs> I know. Uh, and there's a shot of also of. Uh, Owen on his motorcycle, zipping along some cobblestone streets, chasing a game, what appears to be raptors. And then he finishes off the article with basically, it looks like action scenes from Indiana Jones, Jason Bourne and James Bond, but with dinosaurs. Don't know how I feel about that. I'll wait until I see it on screen to judge. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm expecting a lot of adventure and action. I don't quite think it's going to be Indiana Jones, though. Probably no. more akin to Lost World or something something like that, you know? Hmm. Yep. Yep. And we don't know how much of the films were shot... In, I know a portion of it was shot in Malta. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've obviously got the uh, the rooftop stuff there. I went on his motorcycle. 
well, two separate scenes described with Alan on his motorcycle. So he um, he's gone back to uh, <laughs> back to Dino riding on bikes again. Mm-hmm. It seems. I'd laugh. It's the same. The same. Uh, not Rambler. What was it? The same Triumph. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get off the island? Oh, I just did. <laughs> but that's uh, that's all from the uh, the CinemaCon stuff. Some interesting tidbits there. Some uh, hopes. Some question marks <laughs> as to what uh, what we're being uh, described for personally. So again, there's going to be more stuff slowly slowly coming out for Dominion as we get closer to release date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're I think getting going to just about get into the hype train pulling into the station at this point. It's coming soon. Mm. Also, too, I suppose just going back to the um, the pair of brachiosaurs being led by a bunch of vehicles. It doesn't say they're fully grown either. They could be uh, juvenile, depending on whether they're um, escapees from Lockwood or if they're being created by someone else. True. Yeah. That will be interesting. Will be interesting to see. Uh, so, Dave, that's it for August issue of the minutes. Where uh, we're about to hit some action in the Jurassic World minute with uh, the Raptors going after the Indominus, mm-hmm. and then turning. Uh, we'll be back to uh, talk more about that next week. Uh, if there's not anything else to discuss, we'll get heavy for the month. All right. <laughs>